welcome to this week's end of today's update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time in Birmingham, uh, Montgomery, Alabama at Harvest Family Church this last weekend. Uh, great crowds. People are so hungry. I say that every week, but it is wonderful to see the church excited about the coming of the Lord. If you're anywhere near uh, Ohio, we'll be in the northeastern part of Ohio at Jubilee Christian Fellowship this coming Sunday morning and Sunday night. England is excited about coming. He's going to try to be there. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because that happens just after the rapture. And uh, uh, so the rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. In our book that's coming out in June, I think we're at 75 signs right now. So, And I hear people say, well, how can you be bold about the Ezekiel 38 war happening after the rapture? Well, because God physically intervenes for Israel in this dispensation, and he left the authority up to the church. Uh, notice uh, Hitler killed 6 million Jews and God didn't intervene. It was uh, The church has authority. So it's the first time it goes back to old covenant time and God's able to do some things more radical. So that's why we look at those things and the setup for it. And man, the last couple of weeks, it's gotten more and more blatant, more and more radical, the setup uh, for the Ezekiel 38 war. So let's talk about what's happened around Israel and, and how it's so uh, literally falling into place. Number one, we'll, we'll start with Russia. Of course, you had world leaders talking to Russia this last week. You had Putin dealing with Boris Johnson from England. You had Putin talking to uh, Emmanuel Macron from France, trying to basically defuse the whole situation because uh, Russia has 170,000 troops and they're hauling more armory. The whole big deal breaker there was they brought in tactical nuclear weapons. That's why America had their ambassadors come out of uh, uh, the Ukraine because of that. That's absolutely radical. Not, not any time in our lifetime have tactical nuclear weapons been used. So uh, to do that is pretty crazy. Now this lets us all know how close we are to something like this breaking out is they started opening up uh, mobile army surgical hospitals. They started bringing in blood knowing there's going to be casualties. And uh, it's just intriguing that Putin's blaming the United States and NATO for this. So, but this has been in the cards for years. This they've been, they, everyone around the area knows this was going to happen eventually. So what, what's going to happen, this will eventually happen. And it's a doorway for Russia to come down on Israel in the Ezekiel 38 war. It's not the Ezekiel 38 war, but it leads up to that. So that's pretty radical. In, in the midst of all of that, you had four Russian bombers fly into uh, England's airspace. England had to uh, literally send out fighter planes to intercept them. Uh, crazy. And then you had China send uh, 39 airplanes into Taiwanese airspace. Uh, Taiwan had to have fighters go up to stop those. I mean, it's just amazing how everything is getting ready for world war. What probably intrigues me the most is a few things happen with Ru uh, Russia, Syria, and Israel. This is a big deal. Remember how last week I talked about uh, Russia sending up jets to, to literally go on the Golan Heights all the way up to the Euphrates Rivers. And that was kind of to block Israel being able to come in and take out uh, the convoys that have been coming down from Iran. But listen to this. You had three airplanes come down, three huge airplanes come down from Iran into Syria that landed at Russian air bases. And Russia let them do that. So uh, literally Russia is helping them get ready for World War III. This is absolutely crazy. Uh, and, and right after that, you had Russian troops 
got sent to Latakia, Syria. Now, what, what's the big deal about Latakia? That's where Israel has had to preemptively strike right there, uh, all those containers coming in with, with all kinds of weaponry. So so Russia's got troops there, so Israel can't really fire at those bases again, uh, or, or, or basically everything would just go ballistic. So you've got a lot of things going on with that, with Syria and with Russia and Israel. Man, it's completely going uh, intriguing to me. So in the middle of all of that, you have NASA coming up with a brand new site. We talked about the new site for asteroids, but this one is uh, more encompassing. It's really huge. Uh, so you, the people, they'll be able to see that just a little bit more. Israel announced about a new laser system. This is pretty cool. It literally is like Star Wars from, from Ronald Reagan's era. Uh, Israel's got a new laser system that can shoot out ballistic missiles at a higher altitude and higher speed. Needed that because North Korea fired off three uh, ballistic missiles this last week. So uh, amazing that everybody's having to get ready for everything. So there's a huge naval exercise in the Red Sea with the United States and with Israel and with all these partners that Israel doesn't have formal ties with. But that's how critical things are. you got nations coming to, to even have exercises with Israel. Israel had a massive exercise looking like they were going to bomb Iran or what they would literally do to knock out the nuclear site. So you got them getting ready for that. you got all these others getting ready. So it's pretty intriguing to see, uh, see all of it fall into place. There's so much more happening, it's hard to even cover all of it. But, but the main things are the players are literally putting themselves in position for the Ezekiel 38 war. And it's a, it, it, it literally is it. This is technically it setting up for it right in front of our eyes. So you had an earthquake in Oklahoma yesterday. You had some earthquakes in different parts of the world. So you got earthquakes, you got asteroids, you got Russia doing what they said they're going to do. And uh, it's, it's hard to even put it in, into a thought pattern of this is literally fulfilling right in front of our eyes. It's amazing. Uh, Jesus said, hey, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. So he wanted them to know. So with all of this happening, it tells us, man, Jesus is just about to come back. And, and uh, li literally, uh, when you see Russia uh, doing the things that they're doing and Israel having to do what they're doing, uh, as far as the Red Sea uh, uh, activity like that, just all these activities all over the earth are just amazing with all the military. So how crazy is it to see that Jesus is just about to come back? So with all of that, and there's much more, let's talk about the signs. We get into it every single week, but uh, as we get into the signs, I'll remember some of the other things that happened. Uh, but number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. So remarkable, the two main signs have happened in our lifetime. But then the Hebrew language was restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You've got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have uh, the Temple Mount Institute that's in position. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. That's Lamentations 5.18. You had the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water, which is uh, astonishing. You had fish showing up in the Dead Sea a couple years ago. Now, this one's just remarkable about the Dead Sea. This six or seven weeks ago, you had the Dead Sea turn blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was. And that's pretty amazing, but it happened on the Day of Atonement. So you have all of those things. You have 172 different species of predatory birds start showing up in the land of Israel because uh, the cleanup crew is going to work right after the Ezekiel 38 war. And seven years later, the Battle of Armageddon, God calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up again. So uh, you got the cleanup crew in position. 
So you have fish in position, birds in position. You got Russia literally doing everything the Bible says that it would do just before it comes down on Israel. Uh, so it's pretty amazing. So all these signs are, are flawless. They're precise. They're inarguable. I mean, the Bible says men would be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. How crazy is that? So with all of these, you had the History Channel uh, show that Bishop Malachi uh, gave the, the literal, the Pope's coat of arms, 114 out of 114. The History Channel said that's statistically impossible. And uh, he, the 114 is the one that we have right now. So absolutely amazing. So once you get into all that, there's even, there's even more signs. Uh, it's remarkable that sometimes you'll be in a service and you'll go through about, about 25 or 30 signs and people will come up to me and go, are we really living right for the coming of the Lord? I mean, Jesus said, if you see two of those, but we got about 75. So uh, amazing to have them happening right in front of our eyes. So many, many, many more signs that are so cool. But then you go into signals. Because, I mean, the Bible says that the planets would be for signals for us. They would be, uh, they declare the glory of God. And in Genesis, uh, the Bible says they would be signals for us, or signs. So uh, you had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. A few years ago, you had four in a row. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967, when Jerusalem was won back. 1948, when Israel's made a nation, and 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So you had remarkable things happening in the heavens, coinciding with things happening with Israel. So that's pretty radical. But then last year, you had the Bethlehem story of Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together at the birth of Jesus, and, the, and you had to, the constellation Virgo. This last year, NBC News said we have a celestial event. You got Jupiter, you got Regulus, you got Venus coming together, Bethlehem star, first time in 2,000 years. And the, the constellation was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So you have all of these things happening that are literal setups with Syria, with Russia, with Turkey, uh, with Iran. The Iranian stuff, I mean, is absolutely amazing how the talks look like they're going to fizzle out this, this week at the very end of it. So it looks like Israel is going to have to preemptively strike to stop those nuclear weapons. So all of this is happening because uh, the Bible said we see it. Isn't it amazing? There's all these verses about what it would look like just before the coming of the Lord, and we're literally right there. So what do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor, be more engaged. We go for it. We accelerate. The teaching on end times is not an escape theology. It's a hustle theology. So let's go for it. We're about to see the king. We're about to see the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Wow, I know a lot will happen between now and next week. So come back next Wednesday and we'll get into it again. We'll find out all that's happening around the nation of Israel. Many things are happening and we're so blessed to get to view it right before our eyes. So let's go for it. Have a blessed, awesome week. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week. One love to overshadow.